Hello, I'm Andrew, the CTO at Hawk. This is the fourth episode in which our CEO, Jordan Alberson, is joined by Bev Taylor at Brentwood. In this four-part series, Jordan and Bev are going to be discussing our current infrastructure for energy in the UK, as well as sustainability in the future with smart buildings and what Brentwood are doing to move forward towards a better, more sustainable future for them. The video for this episode is at vimeo.com slash harksys. You can also find a link in the show notes of this episode, which will be in your podcast player of choice, or by going to hark-studios.harksys.com slash six. We're back at our favorite building again, the Bright Building, with Bev, star extraordinaire on Hark Studios. We're going to continue talking about energy management and sustainability. How do we make sure that whatever we do here that has that added benefit and drives, should in theory drive costs down and or benefit the wider kind of social and economic kind of areas, how do we make that, how do we bring that price down for everyone? Because we were just having a conversation before this where we can do all this work, but it needs to benefit everyone. Completely. And this is how do you how do you make that happen yeah i think and again i think that this is where we've we've really got to sort of open ourselves up to being much more collaborative so the in talking about battery and solar in this particular building you know we can take this building off grid and and i can i could roll that out and we could do it across the whole bruntwood group portfolio and and that would be great for bruntwood and its customers the problem there is all of the costs that we avoid, all of the network costs and all of the pass-through costs that are involved in everybody's energy bills, it would mean that somebody somewhere has got to pick those costs up. So we've got to be, you know, we've, we've really got to be cognizant of the fact that we need to look at a system that works for everybody. We've, we've, got, to, we've got to accept that if somebody's avoiding costs, somebody else is picking them up. You know, across Manchester, we've got a particular issue with fuel poverty. Mm. We know all about the links between cold homes and ill health and hospital admissions. We know all about the links between educational performance and, and fuel poverty. So, you know, we can't just look at this as, as this is our bit. We've got to start thinking then, Brumwood's, uh, you know, our motto is creating thriving cities. Mm. It's not let's look after Brumwood. Yeah. We, we've got to start thinking about all of this stuff in its, in its much broader context. And for me, that means starting to look at how we work with our Oxford Road uh, corridor partners, how we work with the MCC and, and GMCA, and, and you know how we create these markets there whereby we get some value share across the piece, where, where it's not just, you know, because otherwise we're going, we'll end up in a uh, scenario where the, the haves will be able to do these, these t- take these measures and move themselves off grid, and, and everybody else will, will just be floundering. So. We need to look at this in a much more holistic way. Absolutely. And do you think, and is it, am, I, am, am I taking a kind of stretch too far when you say, well, if we take all of Brentwood's estate off grid, for instance, yeah. somehow, obviously the demand on the grid would be lower, but the profit margins of the energy companies would suffer, right? Because there's less people actually buying energy, right, in that respect. And do you think that that would drive the costs up? A- absolutely, because... That, you know, at the end of the day, lots of the, the network costs are uh, really, really high, highly regulated. Yeah. And there's already an awful lot of pressure to keep those costs as low as they can be. So the chances of those costs reducing significantly, not, is, it's not, just yeah. not there. So, you know, somebody's going to take those costs. And if we look at somebody who's maybe on a prepayment meter, that might mean, you know, you're getting another couple of pence on a prepayment meter. 
And, and these are the scenarios that we need to, we need to think about, that, that it's, not, it's not just, um, I'm all right. We've got yeah. to start thinking about this in, in a much broader context. And at the end of the day, it all comes back to, that's why you've got to have really good data. Because yeah. you can't even start to model the impacts of all of this yeah. unless you start getting your arms around the data. Absolutely. And, and people, we're used to kind of seeing our meter readings, right, on a half an hourly basis or a 15-minute basis or whatever it is on within, with the advent of smart meters. For, for That's kind of domestic, right? But when you get to this kind of level, right, and you need to, is, it, is every 60 seconds worth of data crucial? In some cases, it can be because you can miss some, some kind of peak. You can miss some yeah. kind of, um, you can miss something that you would miss with just, uh, this is how many kilowatt hours you've used, right? Yeah. And things like these buildings, they run three-phase power systems, right? Balancing phases, harmonics, distortion, all this kind of stuff can, we can analyze, trend out, analyze, uh, analyze further, and then go, actually, we could make it hardware investment here, a capital investment here to smooth out kind of phases, or actually we could replace this whole unit completely, or actually if we take this whole thing off grid at this specific, specific point during peak demand, that's the kind of thing that we can, we can kind of work on. I'm just, I, I want to know, if, you, if we take this building and we take all these kind of areas that we monitor and we go, we have this really diverse data set, we've then got to expand right how do, how, how do we take what we've done at the bright building and when i say we i mean the collective we've done at the bright building how do you take this and then move it out like further like you've done your tests you know it works yes you've got to invest but how do you do that like how, how are you going to do that and and I, and I think that that's uh absolutely the space that we're in and they're the, they're the discussions that we we have internally uh so tom who's the md here this, these are exactly the questions that Tom asks me. So it's, you've, you've done it here, it works. What's next? So, so certainly what's next for this, this part of the world is this idea of uh, we've, we've got, we've got uh, a master plan in place for the science park and this will be a core element of every building within the science park. And certainly across the road where we're developing Circle Square, yeah. all of this tech will move into Circle Square and we will do it we will probably do better things at yeah, Circle Square on the learned. back of the learning, the learning mm, from this it'll building. Be much, it'll be cheaper as well, presumably, because you'll have learned what yeah, mistakes. Yeah, we'll, we've learned yeah. so much. We've learned so much from here, and I think that that you know, again, I'm, I mentioned this when we when we started to talk. The the value of having something where you a, a demonstrator building where you can you can uh, run a mock if you like. You can put things in that don't work and. And it doesn't, you know, the, the, the sky doesn't fall. Um, and, and you can show people the value of some of the yeah. stuff that, that, um, that we've got in here. It's, it's, you know, immense being able to do that. And the, 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 the stuff that we, we've learned here uh, over at Circle Square, um, probably top secret, but we're, we're going uh, to have a sort of a living lab area where we can continue that development journey, where it, where it we can have a go at some things and see what works and see what doesn't. I'm looking forward to that one. Well, I think we've covered quite a bit of stuff in quite a short amount of time. I, thank you so much for coming, Bev. I yeah, really appreciate it. Thanks for asking me, Jordan. I, you know I love this stuff, so uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's been, it's been great. Yeah, we might do this again. Let's maybe revisit this in a... See, see where we are yeah, in six months or so. We might be in the next bright building. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, good thank stuff. You. Thank you.